Hello, I am Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is The Way I See It. Today I'd like to ask you, are you really living your authentic life? Are you living your authentic life? In society, we may, we may experience the philosophical and spiritual gurus all the time, continually. They call us to live an authentic life. The word authentic means original, original not false or copied or looking at influencers on social media to guide us on how to be different. Authentic means genuine, real. And living an authentic life is as essential as breathing. Each of us humans have a desire and a goal, and this drives our lives. We've shifted in society from a culture that wants to be happy all the time to one that wants to have a life of meaning and purpose. When we live with meaning and purpose, happiness is the result. We're not just chasing happiness anymore. I remember in my first book uh, many years ago, the publishers, they said everybody wants to be happy. So, you know, your book, we have to change the title to, to happiness. And so they did. And so that was my first book. But that was not the title that I had. But it was what... They said that the public was obsessed with, so the book happened to be uh, about a life in balance, the four roots of true happiness. Um, and I guess it's true. It, it is about happiness, and there are the four roots of happiness, but it, but it was just the theme for the last 20 years. And then I think COVID happened and everything changed. I think we've shifted from uh, happiness as our goal pure joy, these words, uh, but every single one of us, I don't care if you're pumping gas or driving a garbage truck or being a nurse or whatever you are, I think we want to feel that, that what we do and who we be has meaning and purpose in this tiny little life we have. And I know firsthand I spent most of my life traveling to famous spiritual gurus, healers, authors writing books on authentic lives, and illustrious academic institutions I've journeyed to a huge part of my life. I'd get peak experiences when I was with them, but, it, but you know, I'd come back, get back to my busy life, and they'd quickly evaporate <clears throat> when I returned to my family and my business. I think I believed that these other people had a secret formula. I needed to live my own authentic life. And it was scary. I didn't know where to begin. And what a journey it's been for me. I will never forget, I went uh, and saw a Buddhist monk in San Francisco one time and was just going on and on about this long journey and where I'd been and how many degrees I'd sought after and gotten to, to find happiness and meaning and blah, blah, blah. I told him who I'd seen and what gurus. And I went on and on. And when I finally was quiet, he looked at me and smiled. I'll never forget this. And he said, uh, I usually don't give advice, but I have some advice today. And I said, what? He said, go back to your farm for five years. Go, don't go to any more classes. Don't go to any more gurus. No more uh, sessions on the weekend. Uh, nothing. The farm will teach you everything you need to know. And all I could think of was it was like um, Thoreau's quote when he said, I went to the woods to live deliberately, to confront the essential facts of life, to learn what it had to teach so that when I died, I would know that I had lived. So uh, he told me it in a different, in different words, 
but it was the same message. So I did. I went home. And no matter how many invitations I got for clinical trainings at Harvard or this speaker or that speaker or this guru or that guru, because believe me, I was on everybody's list, I would smile and bless it and put it in the trash can and go, nope, I'm going to do exactly what he suggested. I'm going to sit here and feed the horses, rescue animals, um, you know, plant my uh, gardens, can my food, do whatever is here. And I, I really, really, really want to do the work. So I think, again, I believe that other people had a secret formula. And again, what a journey it's been. I can actually say at this point, in my long, magnificent life, I have lived my authentic life fully. And my wish for you, and again, it's not over. I still believe there's some great finale. Um, again, I've published books, so it's not that. It's not traveling somewhere. It's not seeing someone. Um, I, I think I know what it is, but I... Just kind of don't want to put it out there yet. But but my wish for you, that's what I want to talk about today. My wish for you is for you to discover your purpose, your own passion, your authentic life. I have some thoughts I'd love to share after many decades on this planet. So let's discuss my short list of ideas on how you can live your authentic life. Okay, here's a few little tips about living your authentic life. When you're authentic, you destabilize the current arena around you. Remember that. One of the reasons most of us fear living our authentic life is that we upset the proverbial apple cart. Our social support systems, including your family, workplace, your community, can be turned upside down or drastically changed when we challenge the world by living authentically. Too many of us live quiet lives of desperation, fearing our demise if we expose our true selves and our inner realities in the world. And I promise you this, you will stabilize your current life. Many, many years ago, I decided to give up drinking alcohol, and I also stopped eating meat. Our couple's friends, who we played tennis with, who we went out with, we did everything with, started dropping off. And we quit getting invited to parties, and I never dreamed just one thing like stopping drinking alcohol would destabilize our relationship as it did. Um, I was in the money business, the financial world. I started meditating, quit eating meat. And um, people started acting very, very different, and, and everything changed. It did steep destabilize. So during those times, which I'll talk about in a little bit, you need to have your roots. You need to have the things that you come back to and your own intimate support system, be that a spouse, a friend, a teacher, someone that you can go to, because it gets very strange when you lose your rooting in your previous life. Two, okay, so the first one was, it's, you know, you destabilize the current arena. Two, the seeds for your authentic life. A seed only sprouts in the sun. I'm a gardener. God knows I wait for those little, little green shoots to shoot out. The magnificent gifts of the real you are a valuable tender seed planted deep in your soul. The only way for your unique authentic seed to sprout, to grow, to become whole, is to grow this seed in the warmth and splendor of the sun. Keep the seed of your authentic life in the dark, under the earth, hiding from the light. You're just going to suffocate your miraculous gifts. Okay? So every single day, nurture that seed. It's, it's your prize. It's your diamond. It's your, it's your, the, the, the reason that you're here. Okay? So, and even if you don't know what that is now, create a space for that seed. Pretend it's there. Do a guided imagery. Pretend it's in there. And every day you're putting light on it, fertilizing it, loving it. 
just like I did when I was pregnant with my daughters. Pretend that that seed is growing inside of you, and it will be born. Three, live your authentic work life. Your work is your gift to the world, and this work is co-creation with the divine. If you cannot be authentic at your job, you cannot reach your true potential with your creativity, innovation, and effectiveness. You can't fulfill your divine purpose of your life on this planet if you don't be your authentic self. If you feel oppressed, diminished, and underappreciated, you may want to sit down with your supervisor and discuss ways that you can be your true authentic self. Okay, so do that first. If you love what you do, talk to your boss. If that doesn't work, then start looking around. Plan an exit strategy. Heaven knows there's many, many job openings now and many different careers. But don't, you know, I would not suggest going off half hog and, you know, leaving a community you love and saying, oh, this is exactly what I want to do by myself. There's divine intervention and networking and collaboration and friends that'll last a lifetime when you work with a work life with other people. I know this single-handed idea of entrepreneurship looks great on TV and all this other, but please remember that living in community is just, it's such a gift. So, number four, your authentic life is just like being a trapeze artist. Okay, remember, without letting go, there's not a show. Most of us want to live our authentic life without letting go of what feels comfortable and habitual. Habits feel good. What we're used to feels good. You have to let go of the life you've created to discover the authentic life you've been waiting for. Yeah, it can be terrifying, but the reward is the greatest show on earth. It's your authentic life. When I left my money business life, uh, venture capital and buying and selling companies, controlling things I knew though, I was good at it, I was great at it. It was the most terrifying thing I've ever done in my life. My husband was not happy at all. He married someone who was in business. He did not marry someone who would just shift completely and go into work of the soul. So it, it was hard. And it was just like a trapeze artist. When they let go uh, of that bar and they turn around and go to swing to the others, there's, there's, there's that time of trust, fear, panic. It's okay. It's okay. You got to let go to have it happen. Believe me, I know. I've had to do it not just once. Many, 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 many times. Next, number five, an authentic life harnesses your life's experiences. We can spend our lives in a blur, rushing from one day to another, one experience to another. Believe me, I know most of us do it. Again, here we talk about lives of quiet desperation. Every moment you're aware and present in your life can become a living miracle of authenticity, learning to cherish the power, the energy, the respect of each experience of your life is truly living your authentic life. I don't care if it's looking. Yesterday I was watching uh, a tiny little goldfinch squeak and eat, and then her little friend came by. They got into it a little bit, and I was in pure heaven being one with them. Then I went out, and one of my camellias, my pink ones, is blooming, and I sat there and I looked at the Fibonacci, the sequencing, the numerical sequencing of each petal. It's, it was just unbelievable being in that moment. So be there. Be there in the moment. Be aware. Then last but not least in this particular list is your own self-care. The taproot to your authentic life is practicing self-care daily, okay? You will nourish and grow your mind, body, and soul as you journey 
into your authentic life. It'll become more and more. You'll become resilient, courageous, mentally stronger with each breath you take, each thought you think, each new person that comes into your life. But make sure um, we have some great tips on the site. Uh, go to the Mindful Living Network or the Stress Institute. It's the self-care program. You can type it in. And um, simply, that's an acronym, S-E-L-F. S is for serenity. Every day, for at least 10 minutes, do something that calms you down. Is it listening to nature on your iPhone? Is it being silent? Is it doing some yoga stretches um, on the floor or on your desk? Is it walking out in nature? S is serenity. It's critical. 10 minutes a day, this is one of your tap roots. Second tap roots for you in your authentic life is exercise. We have to move our bodies. Jesus, Buddha, Gandhi, Martin Luther King, everyone moved their body, okay? Doesn't mean you have to go to a gym and get on some treadmill. No, walk around the block, walk up and down stairs, do some yoga stretches, take a yoga class. You can go to YouTube or go to a class on to online. Whatever, you have to move your body at least, at least 10 minutes a day, please. We were meant to move, not sit there in front of your computer all the time. And L is love, S-E-L, love. Text someone, call someone, get an animal that is there with you all day long that you can talk to and love. Volunteer. In a, I'm doing some foster care work now. It's absolutely purely heaven. Um, I'm always in the rescue business. Love it. So love, connect with other people in some way. Last but not least, so we have S for serenity, E for exercise, L for love, and F is food. What are you reading? What are you looking at? What are you bringing into your mind, your body, and your soul? What food are you eating? Um, what are you listening to? What are you seeing? Think of your five senses. Write them down. What are you bringing in to nourish your mind, body, and soul? F. If it's loud, crazy music, is it screaming? Is it uh, some noise pollution? Is it what you're looking at? Change the color of your bedroom, your house? These are really, really important. So S, serenity. E, exercise. L is love. F is food. These are your four tap roots on your journey to your authentic self. Create your best life, please. Why is it that most of us fail to keep our New Year's resolutions? We're overbooked, overworked, and overwhelmed. And again, you don't want to live Groundhog Day like the movie. Watch Bill Murray in the movie Groundhog Day, okay? You don't want to wake up every morning living your same life over and over. And remember Einstein's favorite quote, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. It's not going to happen. So here are six tips too, as we enter a new year for your best year ever. And again, it just if this is New Year's for you, beginning a new year right now, if your birthday's near, I believe, I believe starting things on an eventful time or during the year is critical. So I always look at birthdays as new beginnings. I always look at um, the first day of each season, whether it's spring, summer, fall, winter. I look at that as a time to begin. And, and for these six tips, I look, um, and again, like I said, birthdays are huge. So, um, you know, any time, and especially, like I said, the four seasons, I do these six tips and do them over and over again. I have, and again, live, I've lived a very long, happy, absolutely rewarding life. So first, create. Create a theme. What would you like for your greatest triumph to be this year? Name it. Name it with one word. 
Name it with a short phrase. For example, forgiveness, money, I want to go to school, love, balance, a job I love, a new business. For me, this particular year, I'm focusing on my deeper spiritual path. This is my hero's journey year. I really, really, um, I've always been very spiritual. I do it as a practice, but this year I think I want to go into some um, deeper psychic things. Uh, and um, it's too long to explain. That would take another podcast right now, but for me. So, but this is about you. Create a theme this year. Stick to it. Write it down. Put it on the wall. Tell your spouse, your partner, and your friends. This is my theme for this year. They'll help you stay on track. Next, choose. Choose three concrete goals that would create your life better this year. Write them down. Use a ritual or ceremony to symbolize your commitment to these goals. Make a step-by-step plan. And remember, assess your goals every week. Set examples of these goals. Include a new job or better marriage. Reduce your debt. Um, healthier living. Uh, we did reduce our debt and we paid off our house. And I can't tell you how liberating that is. We, uh, it, it's, it's amazing what it feels like. Next, reinforce. Reinforce new practices by creating positive affirmations. Life is good. I'm healthy. My life is love. Every day, my life is unfolding in new amazing ways. Whatever phrase that rings true for you. And this helps build positive energy, confidence, increases your focus on your goal. Repeat it often during your busy day. I love sticky notes. I put them all over the place. Mirrors, refrigerators, car dashboards, computers. Our brain wants to go back to habitual thoughts. Stickies work. Print them out. Um, I bought these new bracelets on Amazon that have positive affirmations that I wear. Reinforcement, reinforcement. Next, remind yourself. Use physical sensory reminders that reinforce your memory. Like I just said, wristband, bracelet, beads. Listen to motivational music or tapes of inspirational people you enjoy. Keep a journal. Focus on the positives. Create rituals. And again, I also read uh, biographies of very inspirational, unbelievable people that have accomplished uh, miraculous or great things in their lives because it, they give me tips. They inspire me. They let me know that nothing is impossible. But again, create rituals that reinforce change and new practices. Um, connect is the next one. There's increasing scientific evidence that your community keeps you healthy. Enlist in friends and families. Create a buddy system with somebody you trust. Join online groups, neighborhood people, blog lists. Volunteering with a cause you love will transform your life. It has mine. Again, mine will always be animals. I've just started my interest in, in uh, supporting foster care families. Um, and I have tribes, which are two different tribes of women. We help support each other and our goals. This stops procrastination in its steps. And um, anyway, you'll meet tons of new friends. I can't tell you how rewarding it is. Uh, and again, last but not least is stress. Stress forces us back into old habits. So it's important for us to reduce and manage it and awareness, awareness, awareness. Become aware of what triggers your stress, okay? Each time some event or person ignites a stress within you, don't ignore it. Stop, take a deep breath, and dive into what's stressing you. Stress is information. If we never had stress, we wouldn't change, would we? You can have a bad marriage, a job, whatever. It's the stress, think about it, that makes you and causes straight, uh, you to make your changes. You need to understand it so you can love it and look at it and go, wow, that's interesting information. Just look at stress as information. And above all, 
practice the self-care. Remember, four tap roots for you during your growth to your authentic life. S is serenity. 10 minutes a day, deep breathe, meditate, go outside in nature, listen to music. E, exercise, move that precious, perfect, beautiful body. L is love. It's all over. All you need is love. Seriously, got to be loved. And F is food. How are you nourishing your five senses, your mind, your body, and your soul? So this is some information. I hope it's helped that to lead you little breadcrumbs to your authentic life. We have lots of goods and uh, good news and articles and stuff on the mindfullivingnetwork.com. Go there or our O-U-R-M-L-N.com. Lots of great information. And realize we're in this together. We're, we are, um, you know, and, and our tagline is just not a tagline. We are about enlightenment, education, uh, and also supporting you on your journey. We have to do this together. We are one human family. We have a great newsletter. Please sign up for it. Go to our website. It's fabulous. I love it. Um, and if you have any ideas, please hit the contact button uh, on the Mindful Living Network site or the Stress Institute site and write me a note. Please tell me an idea for a podcast, something you'd like, uh, a direction you'd like our, our company, the Mindful Living Network, to take. Let us know. I want to hear from you. And uh, please live a mindful life. Spread it around the world. Also, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Please follow us. We would be most grateful. And spread the good news. We are. We're one family with one future on this planet. So start living your authentic life this moment with this breath, with this second of your life, please. It's, uh, it's more rewarding than I can tell you, and it's truly the only way to live uh, a life of purpose. And I am Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is the way that I see it. Thank you for the privilege of your time.